Hey, everybody, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your fabulous afternoon host named Erin, here every Sunday at 2 p.m. to do all sorts of nerdy stuff. Um, Last week, I played um, a blind, a video game for the visually impaired, which was a lot of fun. But today, I have friends with me. Uh, Yes, let's get them on here. Um, Say hi, you guys. Hi. Hello. Yes, welcome. Um, you can probably get closer to the mic. Get nice and comfy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the people I have with me today are actually members of the New York Dumbledore's Army, which is a chapter of the Harry Potter Alliance in New York. Uh, why don't you guys talk about it a little bit? Sure. So, hi, I'm Marie. Yes, please introduce yourselves <laughs> as well. I'm you can Marie. tell I'm so good at this. Continue. Um, this is, uh, we are two members of the New York City chapter. Um, so essentially the Harry Potter Alliance is a global organization, nonprofit, um, that uses Harry Potter and our passion for it and kind of channels it into doing social good. So we are like a real life Dumbledore's army, essentially. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so like what kind of things have you done recently? Um, Our biggest thing recently has been a a campaign that we started in our own chapter called uh, Stop the Snatchers. Um, Mm -hmm. And those of you Harry Potter fans out here, which I'm assuming you are, if you're listening to this, um, you will remember that the Snatchers in the seventh book kind of rounded up uh, Muggleborns uh, and separated them from their families um, because of some kind of phony blood status, which is very similar to what's going on around the country, especially at the border. Mm. Um, So we kind of make those connections and then we use that as an opportunity to get people involved with like going to marches or donating or um, volunteering, all things related to the issue. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, And you guys are like a fairly large group, right? We are. Um, It depends. uh if you're counting on like Facebook followers or people who show up to the meetings, but um, we have a, a very dedicated group of people in New York. And then of course there are so many chapters all around the world, almost every continent. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, you can check them out. Basically you can find them on Facebook. Do you guys have a website as well? Yeah. Um, so on Facebook um, you can search NYDA or New York Dumbler's Army. Um, and then on Instagram and Twitter, it's, H-P-A-N-Y-D-A. Yeah. Uh, and Marlene, our other guest, how long have you been a member of uh, the New York DA, the uh, NYDA? It's been like two or three years. It's been, yeah, wow. it's, it's been a few three, years. Yeah. Um, I joined like a, like a year or two after I moved to New York, so which was like four and a half years ago. So yeah, like two or three years, something cool. like that. I'm not good with like time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, neither am I, so I totally get that. Um, and what drew you to the eight, the Harry Potter Alliance in this group? Um, so like when I was in college and I'm from Texas, so like I was there. Oh, me too. And <laughs> yeah. weird. I always run into a bunch of people from Texas. We're everywhere. You can't escape us. That's very true. <laughs> um, and like I'd heard about the HPA and I'd like, you know, donated to some of their online campaigns. And then I moved to New York and. Um, things started happening in the country mm-hmm. and I was like, I really want to get more involved, but I don't really know anybody who isn't into this. And it's really kind of scary to get involved in activism when you're like, you don't know anybody else in it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, right. Like, I bet they haven't. I went to um, NerdCon in 
Boston a couple in 2016 and I ran into Jackson Bird at the HPA booth there and he was like, oh, you should check out your local chapter. And I'm like, right, those those exist. <laughs> so then I looked it up and I started going to meetings. Um, it was fun because I was also like in a lot of other like Harry Potter. All of my social life is like Harry Potter related. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's fabulous. And honestly, Harry Potter is essentially kind of a lifestyle for people. Truly. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, we're going to get you a smidge closer to the mic. Sure. Get nice and comfy with that mic, Marie. <laughs> okay. The mic is your friend. Um, yeah, I mean, it's and it's it's stuff like the New York uh, Dumbledore's Army. It's stuff like, um, you know, Harry Potter bands and gathering groups. And I'm, sh- you know, like the things that we're going to do today, which is playing a Harry Potter themed RPG. Now, of course, we're not really going to, you know, say like brand it in that sense i suppose because i really don't want to get sued because i have no money um (laughs) (laughs) so i guess it's actually a a barry blotter themes yes rpg the wizard school (laughs) yes generic a a whiz school a a, a whiz college of education school of magic and magic it's an occupational it's an occupational school For magic, <laughs> an occupational school for magic and teenagers. I mean, Hogwarts is basically an occupational school because there's only like, like it seems like there's like six degrees you c- or six career paths you can go down when you're a wizard. <laughs> right, exactly. So like Hogwarts is basically like, which of these six do you want? I take the classes for it. <laughs> yes, it's like, oh yes, learn this one thing. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've seen conversations online about like, do they not learn math? Like, how do they not? They like, how do they live? Pretend even pretending to be muggles like don't need math when you're a wizard. Apparently, no math when you're a wizard. So I guess all of us just need to. Um, we got us the wrong profession, guys. We should be wizards, not um, not everything else. <laughs> I mean, I'm a librarian, so like I don't know. That's what math magic. Is. It has magic to it, definitely. Uh, a librarian of I'm a children's librarian. Children's librarian. Yeah, so I what a perfect way to indoctrinate indoctrinate new children into the world of Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. No. I. Like everyone's like, oh, my like seven year old is like starting to chapter books. So I'm like, have they read Harry Potter? It's like an immediate <laughs> question I have for them. I'm like, they should read Harry Potter. Everyone should read Harry Potter. I'm like, have you read Harry Potter to adults? So, oh, like I have a plan if I ever like have kids of like how I'm going to introduce a series <laughs> to them. Like, yeah, my only concern is like, have you heard spoilers? Because, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Harry Potter stands up even with spoilers, but like sometimes it's it's really fun to like discover the twists and turns yourself. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, and it is very inspiring as well. Uh, I I got to admit, I thought w- another one of the interesting things that happened. Uh, well, in 2016 and 2017, when stuff started happening, um, was people posting things like. Of course, we're fucking ready for this. We read Harry Potter. Like, we know exactly what all of this is. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really, like, like the point of, like, HPA is, like, the media you consume. Especially, yeah. like, you know, like, we can. Cons- I consumed a lot of dystopians when I was in high school. Because yeah. Because that was, like, what was being published. But, like, you know, you can kind of see it. And it's, like, a good way to be, like, you know, like, hey, young people, like, this is similar to this. Like, you kind of already know what this is. Right. So, like, here's a here's a way you can use like the media you've read to like get into activism because I know it, it, like I said, it can be really scary to start doing like activism things. Totally. And when you have like a common 
thing, common denominator, such as a love for uh, imaginary wizards, how can you resist? <laughs> One of the most frustrating things that was coming up online. Yeah. When uh, we're, we're being very like, you know who about everything in 2016 <laughs> yeah. uh, and onward. But, you know, he, when you know who, who shall not be yeah. named. I don't, I don't want to say his came, name. Yeah. Came around. Um, <laughs> one of the most frustrating things was that on the Internet, there would be all these think pieces that were like adults are relying too much on Harry Potter. Yeah. It oversimplifies things. You can't be, you know, like actually politically active. Right. When just relying on a children's story. And meanwhile, it's like the Harry Potter Alliance has been around for like over a decade and we've been doing exactly that. So maybe you should sit down. Yeah. yeah like I saw people <laughs> on like Twitter criticizing like the HPA and they're like they're using like kids stories to tell it. And like like, you know, like like Harry, they're like Harry Potter is good, but it's not nuanced. And I'm like, but the whole point, it's not like everything gets filtered through Harry Potter. It's like this is a good jumping off point, especially when you're talking right. to teenagers and young people who like in college, college students who don't have the language or don't have the access or like grew up in, you know, very like cushy position, like cushy middle class. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm white middle class from the suburbs. Like, <laughs> um, like there was a learning curve to be involved in yeah. like activism and learning the language and like, like why it's important and i think harry potter is a good way to connect people to that because right because you get you kind of identify it in that sense which is what a lot of children's publishing is really good for is uh introducing hard concepts to children who have never experienced it before go children's publishing speaking <laughs> in a room with uh as a person in children's publishing as someone who um is passionate about children's publishing and someone who is a librarian for children we are obviously very large supporters of all of this kid lit squad kid lit squad um and i think this kid lit squad is perhaps ready for a bit of gaming for the rest of the hour Woo. Woo. yeah let's do it um i guess i should do a couple of little things first uh including some couple of announcements here um one of which is one of our sponsors uh, me bottle. So I'm going to read this to you. It is, uh, I have to read this verbatim. Uh, so I'm going to try to make it interesting for you and make it sound like a movie. Let's see. Um, after more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late night conference calls, and early Saturday morning meetings, the me team is happy and proud to present to you the me bottle. This double-insulated, reusable stainless steel bottle disinfects water. In a 60-second cycle utilizing UVC LED technology, it is 99.99% effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro-USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when water is ready to drink. Join us in bringing clear water to all. Raise your bottle and drink to you and me. Find out more at mebottle.com. So they kind of turned into like, <laughs> it sounded a little bit like a judgmental, like politicians <laughs> video. And I kind of apologize for that. But that's that's what I've got there. It was a good us. start. You, you know, know, you could keep working on the voice and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. I'm practicing. I'm practicing on air live, which is where you're supposed to practice. Absolutely. Um, also... FYI, we have an exciting event that we are hosting on October 27th. Nope. Yeah, October 27th. <laughs> uh, we're having a Radio Free Brooklyn 
Fall Music Festival, and it's the first ever one that we are presenting. So come and enjoy seven hours of live music, food, and an array of local vendors at East Williamsburg venue Sunnyvale, which is located on 1031 Grand Street. Uh, Attendees will enjoy performances from Bad Citizen, ZR King, Terminal Fury, King Tyrant, Holy Vulture, and King to Burn. Uh, So please check that out and join us there. Uh, General door ticket price is $10 and in advance it's also $10. So cheap and equal no matter when you get this ticket. Uh, Check out more info at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash AllFest. So lots of exciting stuff. We have sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. We have events. Thank you, RFB. And also, of course, we have you guys. Thanks, guys. Um, (laughs) So let's start this we are going to be playing as i mentioned before a barry blotter themes <laughs> rpg uh assembled in the style of dungeons and dragons fifth edition because i can never get away from that you know edition because it is so close to my heart um but we have two characters here who are students at a nondescript wizarding occupational school in scotland in Scotland. Uh, and why don't we have them introduce themselves, starting on my studio left. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, hi, everyone. My name is Holly Ravenway. I'm Ebony Darkness, Dementia Ravenway's cousin. She thinks I'm really boring and not goth enough for her, so she doesn't hang out with me. Mm. Um, but I'm having fun being in my third year. Um, a Ravenclaw. Are we allowed to say Ravenclaw? Um, smart. <laughs> You're a smart. We'll I'm say, a smart. I'm a smart. We'll I'm in say, a smart house. We'll say, um, hmm. Just, just bird. Just, bird house. Bird, bird beak. Bird <laughs> beak. Steal the terminology from puffs. Okay, yes. So smart. <laughs> I'm a smart bird. You're a smart bird. Cool. You're, uh, you're in the house of the smart birds. Yes, third yeah. year. Continue. Well, okay, hi. I am Amafrey Stormwind. Amafrey? Amafrey. Okay. And she goes by Frey. Um, she's a third year snake. Cunning snake. Sure, let's go with that. Um, yeah, so she's she was she's a half blood, but she was like raised by her like muggle dad instead uh-huh. of her mom. Um, so like she's a half blood, but she also has no idea about anything in this uh, at this in the world of this nondescript occupational, occupational school. <laughs> <laughs> so she's kind of doesn't fit in in Slytherin, which is a lot of like. Purebloods and like snooty people who right right who like uh, look down on muggles. Frey is very excited and perhaps very confused. Yes, but Frey is also a third she's year. She's a third year, so she's so like, she's she's getting her she's getting her feet. But she does prefer to use pens to quills because they're easier to write with. They're efficient. They're way more efficient. Don't have to keep dipping don't have and to dip it. Uh, don't have to worry about the feathers have, like, going grip. bad. You have a grip that you can use that's yeah. not like an inch. That's true. Yeah. yeah, writing with quilts is not, it's not I practical. feel like you get really bad carpal tunnel. <laughs> um, not practical. No. And, but does Frey have any friends in Slytherin then? Uh, or, I'm sorry, does Frey have any friends in Snake Cunning House? Snake. <laughs> snake House? House of Snake? Uh, <laughs> I think she's like a couple of people that she talks to, but like no one that she's super close with. So like like she's she's friends that like she hangs out with and she like eats lunch with and sits by in class. Okay, but like she doesn't have like a best friend or anything. Oh, does so she have a pet? 
Does yes. she have a pet? Well, so I have I have fine familiars a spell, which means I have to have a pet. She has a pet cat whose name is Rory because I just got a pet cat and I'm just going to use her in this game. Great. What kind of cat? She's a tuxedo cat. A tuxedo. You have a little black tuxedo yeah. cat named Rory. Her, name, her, her, her full name is Rorschach. <laughs> I love Rorschach that. Test. That's awesome. Um, So I'm stealing her because I've only had her for like three and a half weeks. Yeah. So she's still very like baby. Aw. <laughs> So little kitten Rory, the familiar. Yes. Who follows uh, Freya around everywhere, even though she probably shouldn't take her pet cat to class. But, but you know. Does. Anyways. Who's going to stop her when like familiars can just kind of pop in and out anyway. So as soon as someone looks like. Whoop. Exactly. Yep. All right. So Frey and Holly. You are both uh, excited to start your fourth year. You're th- you've been third years, you've had all of this experience, and you're excited to begin your fourth year at school, at this occupational wizarding school, um, or at this occupational magic school. Uh, so as like all of the other uh, students who are going, uh, you are going to be joining them on the fog farts bullet train. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. The, the the fog farts bullet train uh, in order to reach your destination because uh, they have since, you know, uh, leveled up from just regular old trains and they know to go fast. Um, and you are very excited. Uh, your families in whatever form see you off. Um, you know, you're boarding the train, but, you know, you're not quite sure where to sit. You actually get there a little bit on the later side and most of the compartments are full. Um, but you do get to like the middle of the train and it does look like there's a compartment um, in which uh, is open and the two of you end up sitting together, perhaps even meeting for the first time. Yeah, because I don't think uh, smarts and snakes have classes together because they want to pair those snakes and braves for like maximum tension. In right. Class. Yes. So this, <laughs> just this, occupational, this occupational school is really into... Uh, creating competition among students. This is true. Um, and it knows that uh, snakes and braves are just always, they're always at it, um, which probably confuses uh, the crows and the um, mammals. <laughs> small mammals. The, the, the crows and the small mammals. The badgers. The, badgers. Uh, the crows and the badgers, uh, because they're just kind of like, whatever, dude, just here to learn. <laughs> um. How do you guys feel upon meeting each other? I like your cat. I also like my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's probably like, I think Frey's like down to make new friends because like she doesn't have very many. And so she's like all of her friends, her like really good friends are muggles because she grew up in like like, and they're all in, um, I don't know, British, British middle school, whatever that's British. They just started British high school, whatever that is. Um, yeah, I have, I have no idea. Unfortunately. Yeah, I have several friends who are English, and I still have no idea how the educational system works over there. Apologize, <laughs> British listeners, if there are any. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry. I I will try to figure it out one day. Hey, but. what do you know? We're American. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, so you guys are meeting for the first time. Um, you're you know maybe sitting quietly, feeling each other out, playing with playing with Rory a little bit maybe. Um, when all of a sudden, while you're on this train, it starts slowing down. 
which I mean, it shouldn't be like you're looking outside, you know, the path well enough by it's now. It's a bullet train. It's a bullet train. <laughs> but I mean, it doesn't like it doesn't slam on the brakes. It's like coming to a slow halt, thankfully, because I feel like bullet train stopping would be terrible. Um, but it's it fall. It slows down and it's slowing down into this like um, it's slowing down and like you see like open field around you like and like mountains in the distance. You are clearly kind of in the middle of nowhere on this bullet train. Um, what do you do? Um, it's like slowing down to a stop now. I would like to poke my head outside and see. If anybody else is walking around and has an idea. Um, so you poke your head outside and um, make, make, let's see, make a perception check for me. So uh, Maria's never played this before. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be walking it through her a little bit with um, Marlene, a.k.a. Frey, for a little bit of help. Um, you're going to make a perception check. You roll your biggest dice. Yep, that one. Uh, roll that in that box there. <laughs> what number did you get? Twelve. Twelve? Okay, now look at your stat sheet. Um, look where it says perception. on, And add that number. Is that just wisdom? Um, yep, just wisdom on its own. So Plus one. So 13. There you go. Uh, so you poke your head out. What you see are um, a number of different, like you see other students who are poking their heads out of the train, uh, out of their cars a little bit, wondering what's going on. Um, you don't notice anything yet, although it seems like it's not. It's not like strangely quiet. It seems like there you hear some sort of activity going on towards like the front part of the train. Do the windows on the train open? Um, I mean, they're, they're pretty close. We can try to get it open with a strength check. Okay. I don't have good strength. Let's see. Uh, uh, that's an eight. So no. No, you try to get the window open and you don't really get there. Um, so Frey's just going to like kind of press her face up against the window and see if she can see anything outside. Okay. Uh, make a perception check yourself. That's even worse. That's a, that's a freaking seven. I don't, <laughs> you're, the breath is like fogging up. The mirror, like your own breath is fucking up the mirror as you're looking through it a little bit. You're having a little trouble. Um, Clearly not as smart. No, but you do see. <laughs> well, that's up to you guys. I can't uh, agree or disagree. And um, but you do see what looks to be some like blurry shapes through the through the fog on the glass that seem to be leaving the train. Hmm. Uh, like oh. it look. It looks like humans i want to go investigate that what i want to go look at that okay um well you'll have to find a way off the train you guys go out into the hall um and as you go out into the hall um the the noise that you had peeked out like is like getting louder and then all of a sudden you hear like a shout from the um the compartment that's actually like a couple of like a couple of compartments away from you, a couple of doors down, and um, Skeeves, the poltergeist, <laughs> pops out. Uh, he, nope. you're not really sure how he got on this train because he's not supposed to be on the bullet train. He's supposed to be at the occupational school wreaking havoc there. You've never seen him outside of the, out of the occupational school. 
Um, but here he is cackling, laughing his head off, and uh, what seems to be um, like throwing like pixie dust at like people who are now running out and like running down the corridors. He's just laughing his head off. I would like to not be here anymore. <laughs> so yeah, can I? I also would like to disengage. Can we? Can uh... we like, yeah. <laughs> you going back inside of the compartment? No, I want to like get off the train. You want to get oh. off the train? I don't want to. I don't want him to like be in an enclosed location with him because okay. I feel he's like, not one to negotiate with. Yeah, you know, like especially because I can't get the door, the window open. Like yeah. that's not a, like jumping out of that's not an option. No. So I'm. I mean, if I'm. Trains typically have exits to like both ends of the compartment. So can I run in the opposite direction? Like towards the back of the train? Yeah, like whatever whatever direction he's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you turn and run back towards the back of the train. Um there are people against the door who seem to be like banging on it trying to get it open, but it doesn't appear to be opening. Okay. Is if we try to go off the train, is there going to be a trolley lady with spikes in her hands <laughs> as per not canon? Um, absolutely not. Okay. okay. All right. Not, not in my house. <laughs> All right. We don't talk about that. No. <laughs> uh, um, no, we don't talk about that. It had to be discussed. Um, <laughs> it had to be. <laughs> so okay. is the, like, is it stuck? Like, are they trying to push it open or is it they're just like. Can we talk to these people? Yeah. Are we to discuss things with them? Yeah. 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 Okay. So you, you go up to um, the door, you go up to uh, one of the people who are there, like uh, who appears to be like a young first year, like curly hair, like kind of short, you know, big eyed and terrified. And she's like, I don't understand what's happening. Like you tried to open the door and it's not working. And you see them like you see like a couple of maybe like older, like maybe some like fifth years who are like tapping at the door with their want with their wands fuck it um I mean, we're tapping not, on the door with their wands specific yeah it's about. fine and <laughs> um it like they're trying different like spells to get it to open and it doesn't appear to be working is there a visible lock on it um make a perception check maybe give myself more space to roll hmm. oh that's good okay that's a 19 okay yeah so you notice um it doesn't look it doesn't look like there's a lock per se, or if there was going to be a lock, it's a lock on the inside, not the outside. Mm -hmm. But what you do notice is that um, it appears like there's like a kind of like a weird, um, like it looks like there's maybe like a bit of a dent in the door from the outside. Hmm. Like you see like a bit of an, like an indent there. Hmm. The first year was like, do you guys know what's going on? What is that? Oh my god! And then you see Skeeves coming towards you guys. Oh god, okay. we can't uh, escape him. <laughs> you know, because, well, he's moving towards the back of the train, and he's just like cackling, like going run, run. The pixies are hungry. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay. so he's running over, and he's just throwing this weird dust absolutely everywhere. And you see behind him are actually what appear to be some pixies. For some reason, they're like attracted to this dust that that Skeeves is throwing everywhere. Uh, and they are like so far, if you look back towards the front of the train, you see all of these different um, like people are like running towards the front of the train. They like kind of turn, look at you guys, see that you're not getting to the door and like running elsewhere. 
um, well, pixies are like pulling at their hair and like trying to like like eat at this dust or whatever, like <laughs> chewing their sweaters. Like not, it's it seems to be a bit of a mess. Uh, and there are a couple heading towards you guys. I feel like Immobilis is the right move here. Is that a is that a thing? Nah. What's, eh. what's the right thing to do? Um, Look at your spells. Oh no! <laughs> I will give you guys one free action, and then I think we're gonna have to go into a smidge of combat here. Uh, I don't think I, I mean, think hard, no pressure. Hmm. Snake, <laughs> snake, what are you going to do? I'm going to leave it up to you, Frey. Uh, okay, so I have press digitation. I want to like just, I want to see if I clean like an area of the dust away, if the pixies like stop attacking it because hmm. i know precipitation can like clean a small area but just like like maybe clean someone's sweater off and see if they stop like just so she can get a better idea of like what this dust is and like how it works okay sure so you grab hold of the first year who is covered in this dust now and very confused mm-hmm. and you press to digitate um and you kind of like push her towards the pixies and um I mean, one does kind of like bother her a little bit, but then realizes that she doesn't have any dust on her and moves on. Um, but there are a lot of you now covered in this pixie dust. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything from you, Holly? Um, I want to use some kind of. I'm not. I'm not sure about the rules. I want to use like a vacuum spell, vacuum up all the dust. But I don't think you have that, unfortunately. I, think I have that. Yeah, it's only. It's only. You are a mere third year becoming a fourth year. You oh, don't have the I vacuum. Sp- you class. haven't learned the, the vacuum spell yet. Professor Whitflick. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Whitflick has not taught you that one yet. Hopefully, maybe if you ask him this year, he could train you. <laughs> I'm thinking with my very smart bird brain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Holly and Frey, as you guys... <laughs> are taking a look at all of this. Um, if you don't have anything, I'm going to ask you to roll for initiative. Okay. So initiative, uh, my dear Holly, means that you roll that big dice again, and where it says initiative, you add that number to it. And then you tell me what that number is. <laughs> That's a five. Ooh. <laughs> so not good. <laughs> Do I roll it too? Yes, roll for you. Yeah. Uh, 19. 19, uh, that's pretty good. Plus, plus, plus two, two. So. so that's 21. That's really nice. Ray, Holly, and then I rolled for um the two pixies that are running at you. Um, Where is it? Whoa, they have a... Yeah, okay. So um, they are going to go right after you... Holly, but Holly, it is your turn. So on your turn, you can uh, move. You can uh, do a spell. Um, If you only use your cantrip spells, you can use two of them because they don't count for as big of an action. If you use one of your leveled spells, you can only do that and nothing else. Okay. Um, But like there are two pixies like flying at you guys now. Like, Okay. So... 
this anytime spell for shocking grass. Is that a thing I could use? Yeah, yeah. So you move towards the uh, one of the pixies as it's trying to fly at you when you like reach your hand up to like basically catch it in your hand. Yes. Uh, so roll a dice to see if you hit the big one again. Yeah, the big one again. It's basically going to be like 90% of the time it's a big one. Okay. Um, 18. 18. Uh, and it should say a number to hit. Plus five to hit. Plus five to hit. Um, so you definitely hit this pixie. Uh, now you have to roll the damage. So you see on there it says how much damage, what kind of dice you have to roll to decide oh. how much damage you do. Eight. That's like the one. weird, okay. not that one. That's that's the D10. This is the D8. Oh. Yeah. This? That, perfect. This yes, you got it. Roll that dice. Two. Okay, you do two points of damage to this pixie. You, uh, you, you, um, you, you do that. Um, Okay. Two points of damage, um, and that was a cantrip. So, do you want to try to shock it again? Um, Might yeah, as well. Yes. Roll yeah. again. I got six plus five. It's not going to be enough. <sighs> Unfortunately, you shock it the first time, and it kind of like squeals and like wriggles out of your grasp, and then it's like ready for you this time and like dives okay. around your hand. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, uh, now it is the Pixies' turn. Pixies, plural. Um, and the one that you shocked is obviously going to, you know, fly towards you. And they are going to do a thing. Am I going to die? No, you're not going to die. Um, so... It is going. I'm just. I'm reading. I'm reading this pixie's stats as well to see whatever it can do. Uh, it is going to um, fly like at you and try to take like a little. Just take a little nosh out of your sweater. So it's going to go ahead and. So uh, look where it says armor class on your sheet. What number does it say? 12. Okay, so it definitely does that. Um, you take three points of damage as it, you know, its little teeth like sink through your sweater and into, you know, the flesh on your skin. It hurts a little bit. Uh, so that means that you Ouch. now have to, you know, subtract that from your hit point score. Cool. Uh, the second pixie is going to go for you, Frey. Yay. Um, it's also going to give you a little, a little bite. Um, yeah. Does like a 10 hit you? No. I also have a 12 armor class. So. Great. Yes. All right. So it does not. So you like finish just swatted away. Right. No. Frey, it's your turn. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to whack the one that attacked me with a ray of frost. Okay. Go for it. That's a 18. That'll do it. Okay. Um. That does three points of damage. Three points of damage. All right, you blast it. She's shivering now, but she's still up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think I'm going to do it one more time. Okay. And that's a 15? 
Uh, yeah, that just hits. Cool. That's his eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. You know, you she's like kind of shivering but still laughing at you, and uh, you do that, and um, it is like dead. Can I specify? I don't want to do. I want to do non-lethal damage. Okay, you freeze it, and it falls to the ground. Okay, just cool. like I don't want to kill. Just it. frozen, not dead. This is annoying. It's not like life threatening, right? Like she just kind of you just like blast her because she was laughing at you, and you're just like no. Uh, so that happens, uh, Holly. It's your turn again. Okay. Um. Hmm. Think it through. I'm also looking things up. So I can only use these three spells, or I can use one of the first level. Yeah. You can use second level spells too. Like, I might as well go for it, you know? Like, do what makes, do whatever you want to do. Okay. I guess I will do, do a mage armor. I mean, you can. That's that going to protect that, me from the fairies? That can protect you from the fairies. Um, they seem to be plopping pretty quickly, but you can protect yourself from the fairies if you would I like to do that. I thought there was just one that we, we... How many fairies are there? Well, there are two right now. There are okay. more down the hall, to be fair. Okay, never mind then. I will do... Um, can I... Uh, do the shocking grasp again? With yeah. help? Yeah, no pressure. We only have another one. We have two. Yeah, shock so it. I will shock it. Shock it. 14. Plus. Uh, plus. Plus five to hit, right? Yes, plus five. Okay, so that definitely hits. Roll that damage. With that D8. Yep. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> right. This one, right? This is the one where I have to start uh, using background. Yeah, that's correct. Seven. Seven points of damage. Yeah, you get this pixie. You uh, shock it and basically tase it with your hands. <laughs> Hand tasers. Or with your, with your wand, I guess I should say. So you yeah. kind of give it a little, a little swish and you shock it. Yeah. So those two pixies are down. Um, there are more down the hall that seems to be like sniffing after you now. Some are still chasing some other students out of the building. Uh, and there are others who are now like basically like backed against the door trying to figure out where they should go. Um, Skeeves is just running around gleefully or flying around gleefully. So the door, it's the yeah. door outside, right? Like, yeah, it's the, the door train. to outside. Yeah. Um, trying to debate if I want to. Uh. <laughs> so I have misty stuff and I'm afraid if I want to like go into a compartment and look out the window and use that to get outside and there are probably other exits further up the train yeah but we'd have to fight through pixies you'd have to you'd have to run through pixies I'd say like in those circumstances you would be I would allow you to still be in motion you just have to be running like past them essentially mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I think I, I think we need to get off the train just so we can figure out what's going on because I don't I don't think the train would stop just for skews. So you think there's something else going on? Yeah, I think on. there's something else going on. Like maybe hmm. it's a distraction. Hmm. Because 
he's like he's just kind of more into the annoyance and i feel like the whoever's driving this bullet train um is probably like more skilled at magic and good at getting rid of him yeah i think we should either figure out if there was something in the compartment that skeeves came out of or was he the only thing in in that one compartment and why is he on the train can we figure any of that out in some way Maybe is he still is he still nearby? Um, I mean, he's like at this point as like some of the only still uh like students who are kind of in the area. The other ones seem to have like kind of vacated. Yeah, he's flying above you guys and just like throwing little sparkly dust everywhere. Um, people are trying to like clean themselves off and fight off the pixies, and he's just like cackling and dropping dust. Uh, yeah, we have to find out what else is happening on the train. Yeah, I think, before we leave, we just like I want to ask him maybe, maybe just try to get his attention. Be like, "Hey, <laughs> what's going on?" Um, want to roll a charisma check? Well, yeah, yeah, roll that charisma check. See if you can get his attention. A fourteen. A fourteen. Yeah. Um. He kind of looks at you, cackles a little bit, and says, fun, fun, fun is happening. Better run. What's with the pixies, dude? (laughs) They're having fun, too. (laughs) But why are they on the train? Like, doesn't seem very... It's a party. It's for fun. (laughs) How did you get out of of occupational magic school? You're not (laughs) supposed to be here. (laughs) Well, neither are the pixies, but we're here. <laughs> okay, I, I don't. Yeah, I think for, after that, Frey kind of gives up on the like. He's not, you know, she's not cat the cat professor, or or the um cat professor. the the snake ghost, like the two people that Steve's actually like. I think too. Yeah, and I think I think Frey wants to run down and like go out a different exit since. This one seems to be blocked. Yeah, Skeeps is running. Run, run. Train not for students. Train for everyone else. Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to come with me, Holly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're running. We're going to run, yeah, we're gonna run the other end of the train. Because you're so okay. Or to we're the going next after. exit. Cool. You're running towards the next exit. Um, There are going to be... They're going to pass a couple of pixies along the way. Uh, so what I'm going to have you do is you're going to continue running. But as things happen, um, like pixies are going to like start following you and you can either like decide to um, try to like hit them or something to swat them away or like just keep going and let them follow you and risk them like, you know, trying to like cast spells or whatever. Okay. Okay. So you start running. Um, you're running past a couple, you run past, um, another pixie who, uh, starts to run after you, Holly. Um, what do you do? Um. Oh, uh, can I use this teleport 30 feet? Missy stuff? Is that going to work? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it would still, it would still like take a swipe at you, but. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do Misty Step. Okay. Do I do this one? You, uh, you don't have to roll for that. Misty oh. Step is just a spell that allows you to like run an extra 30 feet. 
or teleport up to an extra 30 feet. Okay. So I'm going to teleport further up. Further up. Yeah. Okay. So you teleport further up. Um, uh, this creature does, uh, it does get you for um, another four points of damage uh, as it, you Can know. I write this down. Am I supposed to write this down? Um, yeah, I think it'd be good to remember. Okay. The first one was two, and this is four. Two and four. Um, so, like, as you're running past, like, it rip, it like sees the rip in your sweater, and like rips a little, little bit more with its claws, and you actually get like a second scratch. Um, but you manage to, you know, blast on past um, along the way. Uh, and uh, Holly, you are running after them. Do you want to misty step as well? Do you have misty step? I have misty step. Uh, Her name so- is Frey. It's Frey. Frey. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um- how many pixies are behind me? Like after I run past? Um, after you run past, let's see. I should start rolling for this. Uh, you've got three on your tail. Okay. Um, how close are they to each other? Um, I mean it's a fairly narrow hallway, so I'd say like within five or ten feet of each other. Okay, Bray's gonna make a possibly bad decision and cast cloud of daggers. <laughs> <laughs> cloud of daggers like, in a medium point, so they're kind of all. And it's like a five by five, yeah, like five by. Five, it's like five a five foot, foot cube, yeah. Yeah. So she's gonna cast that, like, okay. kind of running and like duck, like, yeah, doing it behind her, just because like it's. She doesn't want them following her anymore. Okay, and, and it doesn't say to roll for that. I think it's just, it's like I think it's when the people start their next turn in that cloud of daggers, they get take the damage. Yeah, I think it's not it's not automatic damage. I'm gonna double check cloud of daggers. Uh-huh. I just like this image that it's a giant five-foot cube of knives. <laughs> uh, when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. So it will take damage if they're all in there, which they yeah. will be. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you put it in there. You they don't have to. You don't have to roll to hit them. You just roll 44 slashing damage. One. One. <laughs> Two, three, so seven, seven, seven points of damage. Okay, seven I've points of damage. Sugar. I don't know how to do math. <laughs> yeah, you're doing all right. We go to wizard school. We don't know math. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Yeah, exactly. Um, so you kind of like get them. You, they are definitely hurting. And in fact, on their turn, they are going to take that 44 again. Um, do you want to roll it? Sure. Go roll. for it. Four, two, two. Four. That's 12 points a day? Yeah. Okay. So they are like, they get caught up in the knives and they, you know, drop. But they don't die? Uh, I don't think I have a choice this time. These are my pros. I, you know, they're daggers. So I don't know how you artfully not kill someone. Yeah, I never, I never understood daggers. that it's like you stab them with a sword, and but it's not a lethal damage. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could like get them to pass out from the pain, maybe. Yeah. No, I think, I think, or this like, is kind of less controlled. Enough blood this is like a little less controlled than the frost. So, yeah, like, it was. There wasn't really an option for her. Not it was to more like, oh them. god, I've got to go. Yeah, maybe it's the first time Frey has ever actually cast that spell. Kind of panicked. Like she yeah. read about it in her like her. Uh, I could say charms. Charms are like a thing. Yeah, yeah. her charms textbook and. It's like, oh, cool! This is a cool spell, and she's finally like, she not, likes knives. She likes knives. She's not in. <laughs> she's like not in Muggle world anymore, so she can yeah. actually cast magic. 
She's like, I'm going to use this spell. Yeah. How does Frey feel about using this spell? Um, like she's, she thinks it's kind of cool, but she's not super psyched that she just killed a bunch of pixies. Like Man. that's not kind of what she wanted, but she's also like, but they're not chasing me anymore. That's fair. But also I didn't mean to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, a little conflict there, but you're moving through, you're running ahead. Um, Holly is now like a good 30 feet ahead of you at this point, uh, running towards the door. You do have, um, t- whoop, hold on, let me roll. Um, you have two more pixies after you. Uh, you do see what looks to be a side door that is open um, like a little bit further ahead. You think you'll reach it after like this little confrontation. We have two surrounding you. Okay. I'm going to do... Um, I think the only like attack thing that I have is this shocking grasp, it looks like. Unless um, I do armor or disguise itself or detect magic those are not really like fighting spells no not not exactly um you do have like you could try to distract them you have like improved like minor illusion you could try to do that if you wanted to do that instead that's like a free thing you don't lose a spell slot for that oh okay like if you want to do that instead or you can just shock and grasp them i want i want to distract them with something okay what would you like the, to distract them with? It's a sound and an image that you can do at the same time. Um, sound and an image. Can I, I? I'm just making this up. Yeah, I'm using use my your imagination. imagination. Wow, the okay. power of brains. All um, right, the image I'm going to use is the powder that they like. This, okay, the, the fairy powder. Yeah, and the the sound. Do they like peeves or they just like the dust? Yeah, just like the dust. Maybe know. like glass breaking. Think about it. So yeah. it's like maybe like the sound of glass breaking. So they're like they think that bottles actually like crash somewhere. Okay, maybe they like that. I'll do that. May- yeah, maybe a bottle a bottle breaking open that had powder inside of it. The dust that they love so much. Okay, cool. So you make this illusion. Um, so I'm going to make sure that I have the exact rules for what this does for, um. Okay, so uh, you do this, and the sound does exist, but I want you to roll a um, performance check to see how well this image goes. And I'll give you an obviously advantage on this because you're using a spell. So advantage means you roll the big d20 twice and you use the higher number. 11. Or? 17. Okay, yeah. Don't even worry about adding anything um, because that is plenty. Uh, You do that and the pixies who are following you, like look over and um, see the dust and they kind of go hee 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 and they like run over to go check it out. Um, so you are running on ahead. Woo-hoo. Frey? Um, you still running? I'm still running. Are there yeah. any more pixies following me? Let's roll I to find out. think you murdered them all. <laughs> there could be more. <laughs> there could be more. Uh, and in fact, there are. there is one more uh, following you right now. Okay, um, are the pixies that Holly distracted still ahead of me, or did I pass Um, them? So, 
you did so you did pass them at this point because Holly has moved run past them herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of saw them like look off and fly away, and you just ran right past. Okay, uh, but it looks like there is another one who I don't know. Okay, so so I have minor conjuration. I can't. Can I make a door with that, or like just like a minor conjuration? I don't think I can make a door. A door might be a little bit too much. Um, you want to make a door to elsewhere. No, I want to make like a barrier <laughs> that oh, they'd smack um, into, that they could smack into. Okay. Um, um, let's see what we have here. Um, it's an inanimate object. And I don't know. Largest any- dimension is, um, this is in the player's handbook. It largest dimension is three feet. Okay. So it's probably not the Maximum full- weight 10 pounds. Maybe just like I wanna maybe just make like one that's like three feet from the ceiling, just to kind of like or like in the middle, so they kind of have to go up or down, just like a like a little wall or something. Yeah, like a little half wall, just to like like in the <laughs> like with like space on either side, just so they ha- like slow them down a bit. So you want to like create like a little like thing that's connecting the walls together. Yeah. Um. Sure. Roll for. Um, roll your intelligence modifier to see if you can like successfully do this. This is like an arcana check. Oh, for that's you. an eight. So that's, that's an eight. Oh, wait, an arcana check. Um, make it an arcana check. Okay, that's a ten. That's not that much better. Yeah. So you kind of do this. Um, it kind of like pops up, but like you kind of miscalculate how wide the hallway is, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like falls. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> um. Hmm. Um. So it falls, and that pixie is going to um run up to you, and is going to um. Yeah, it's just going to try to take another swipe. Uh, but it rolled a like a nine, so it doesn't do that either. Woo-hoo. So kind of a mess for both of you, and you keep running. Uh, Holly, you have made it to the door. It is open. You see another a number of like students from the train standing outside who are like, you know, dusting themselves off. It doesn't look like the pixies have followed them outside. Um, and it does look like they're kind of like all looking off to like further up the train and like pointing and like trying to figure out what to do. Um, I would like to exit the, the train to stand with them. Okay, you run off the train. Um, and for the sake of time, because we're running out, unfortunately. Uh, Frey, you managed to get out yourself and you run out and you're like, whew, this is going to be a crazy fourth year. And um, you run outside of the bullet train and you <laughs> you look up to the front and you see that um, it looks like there is some sort of like battle going on towards like the front of the train. You see like flashing. It looks like um, one of the uh, adults who... <laughs> Uh, you know, are in fact there Adult. is at least one on the train. Um, you see, like creepy trolley witch. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, um, trolley witch, not, trolley not witch. creepy trolley witch. But the, the poor, <laughs> she she is still a witch. Yes, that's fair. Um, and, but what you see is that it appears to be that um, if you look through like one of like you kind of run towards the front of the train and you look through like the big entrance window and you see a minotaur standing there like kind of like 
roaring like he seems like he's trying to get the good controls and there are a couple of like other wizards who are like trying to bat him off and that is where we're going to have to leave it your train has been commandeered by a crew of pixies <laughs> and a minotaur woo woo <laughs> I'm just trying get to get a your sword way to that turns school. into a pen and kill them. Sorry, I just like a really <laughs> into Percy Jackson at the moment, so that's where my brain went when okay. I heard the word Minotaur. Great. Well, uh, we'll have to get there hopefully at another time. But thank you for hanging out with me today. Yeah. This was fun. Um, guys, go check out the New York Dumbledore's Army and the Harry Potter Alliance chapter. They do awesome nerdy stuff. Um, and hopefully, we can get these guys back soon. We'll, we'll see how that goes. And in the meantime, um, have a good afternoon, everybody. Uh, feel free to listen to this later. Uh, but stay tuned for more Radio Free Brooklyn awesomeness this afternoon. This was Gameplay Radio with your host, Aaron. And um, how can I stall for another 15 seconds? Um, yeah, uh, feel free to donate to us at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate so that you can listen to more crazy, awesome stuff. Okay, that's good.